Thunder Buddies podcast with Pete Thunderlines and DJ Bobby B. On this week's podcast, Pete talks about boxing. We get to meet Ryan Vandaloo and preview this weekend's Box Cup in Germany. Discuss the would you call it the Gutterslow Box Cup or how what's its official title? Uh, it's called it's called the Masters Box Cup. Um, it's held, uh, it's sanctioned, and it's held by the WBF, yeah, World Boxing Foundation. Um, and it's a, a Masters Boxing. It's an amateur Masters Boxing tournament. So Masters meaning thirty five years and over. Um, and it's a worldwide tournament. So there's countries from all over the world that go down there. When is it, first of all? Uh, so it's held in, in Guttersloe, or, or right, Reitsberg in, in Guttersloe, um, on the 24th of September. So where in Germany is that? Is that like Bavaria, or...? No, so it's North Westphalen. So, uh, so I lived in Germany for, for five years. I was, I was uh, posted out there in the army to Paderborn. Um, and Paderborn is about, about 20 minutes, half hour away from Guttersloe. Yeah. Um, I had a, I've got a lot of friends in Guttersloe, so I used to go up and spend a lot of time in Guttersloe. I remember being on a boxing training camp and we, we went up and sparred up in Guttersloe as well. So I know the place quite well. I also, um, when Rangers played a pre-season tournament over in Germany, uh, they played they played Guttersloe. Uh, okay. We got invited up uh, to go and train with the Scottish team. Yeah. And we actually played a, played a game against all the coaches and stuff. Um, wow. So yeah, yeah. So I've got fond memories of the city. I remember marking uh, Ali, Ali McCoist. Uh, <laughs> hello. I was getting touch tight to him. The ball went into him. He went to go the other way, spun me, and then curled it into the top corner. Oh no! Just he looked down at me. and went, I've still got it. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I've just been mugged off by Ali McCoy. Yeah, yeah. That's a great story. Yeah, yeah. So the reason why we're talking about this Masters Box Cup is because you are fighting it yeah. in it. Why have you decided to fight it? Obviously, I used to box probably six years ago. It was my last bout that I had. You know. Um, boxed at quite a decent level, uh, boxed for the, for the army team, but I got to a, to a stage where, you know, I was 32, 33 years old, and, you know, at, at elite level, you're going in with 19, 20, 21 year olds, you know, hungry, and so it it become a bit of a chore and not as much fun. I still loved, loved the sport and wanted to do it, but it, it become a bit much, so I decided to, um, to, to stop or retire as such, um, pre pre COVID or just before COVID, I, I found out about Masters Boxing, which is thirty five and over. Uh, start just started playing vets football as well, which is the same sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so I thought, oh, I thought I'd like look at it. They don't really do it in the UK, um, so there's there's no real Masters Boxing. So it's big in America, it's big in Australia, and obviously in Germany now it's quite emerging in Germany. Um, so I looked into it. I entered uh, into uh, the world Bo- world championship Masters Boxing in. in America, and I was going to go to Australia to box in the Masters um, Games, the Pan Pacific Masters Games in Australia. Obviously, COVID hit, the pandemic, um, all of that got cancelled. Um, so two years down the line, we've come out, and now what I've realised is that we haven't got time on our side, so we've got we've got to do it now. So um, I, I had a look at what tournaments are coming up, uh, and we we entered into it. So I've entered into. A couple, obviously, the Masters Box Cup in Gutslow, which I'm really looking forward to. And then at the end of the year, the Pan Pacific Masters Games in Australia as well. So basically, 
what you're saying is um, at 32, 33, you did a Tyson Fury and hung out your gloves yeah. and you've come out of retirement. <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's right, yeah. But obviously only boxing sort of people around my, my age now as well, which is yeah. a little bit better. The geezer you're fighting, uh, and we'll say a little bit more about that fight, is, is, is actually older than you. Yeah, yeah, 46 I think it is. Yeah, yeah so no longer fighting young guns, you're no. fighting yeah. uh, wily old uh, <laughs> journeyman. Yeah, well, I, 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 well, I'm the young gun now, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, um, you'll be 40 soon. Yeah, um, exactly. That's why you're fighting in it. Who else is fighting in this box cup? We've got my stable mate. Um, stable we've got mate. Th- the newly the newly formed Thunder Boxing team. Yeah, we've yeah. got Rowdy Ryan Vandaloo. Yeah, um, he he done um, uh, Thunder's fight camp last year, which is a twelve week training camp, and then boxed at the 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 boot camp into boot camp championships, um, and he done really well there. You know, he loved the experience um, and wanted to get involved, so he's now been matched and he's going to be going over there and fighting as well he's dropping down a weight he's doing he's looking really good in training and uh, yeah and he's, he's going against um a tough bavarian opponent so he's opening the show as well isn't he, he? he's opening the show yeah so we'll be kicking the show off yeah 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 that'll be good fun i wonder what he's doing music wise i wonder if he's sending um uh, the west ham <laughs> forever blowing bubbles yeah. in to go along with his shorts yeah his shorts look amazing so he's got the he's got the st george's flag on one side and then, then he's got the i'm forever blowing bubbles massive west ham fan with, yeah. the, with the west ham logo um, yeah you should check that out on social media we'll um we'll link a, a photo in uh in one of the posts about this part i'm sure yeah. so that's who else is fighting from our stable yeah who, what kind of opponents can we expect? So, yeah, so as I say, people coming from, from all over Europe, really, for this one as well. So we've got, obviously, a big contingent coming from Germany. So Germany got a lot, a lot of boxes in. We've got a guy that's coming over from the USA. Yeah. Um, Serbia have got a couple of boxes, boxes in as well. Um, Poland. And then we've got three boxes coming from the UK as well. So we've got myself, Ryan, and then there's another guy from Darlington, um, Adam, who's going to be boxing as well. He boxed last year, so he's... He's pretty. He he's given us all the information to what we call what we're now calling Team UK. Okay, fine. <laughs> so you've been in touch with him. Yeah, been in touch with him. Yeah, he's a, um, so he's let us know uh, the ins and outs and uh, obviously transport, accommodation, uh, medical, such and such. And um, so, yeah, big shout out to Adam. One thing you're really good at doing is you're really good at making connections with people, making yeah. links and starting conversations. And so I think that will probably bolster the experience for all of Team UK. Yeah, yeah, Team UK, yeah. We'll get, him a, we'll get him in a Thunder hoodie as well. Yeah, before we know it, he'll be sharing flights with Mikey Orchard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Mikey Orchard is uh, one of your old uh, army mates who will be coming over and doing some coaching with you yeah. and Ryan in corners. Yeah, so obviously myself and Ryan that are going to be boxing. Uh, Mikey Orchard um, used to be my coach when I was back here in the army. Done a few of my, my early bouts of me boxing in the army. Um, coach is a loose word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very direct and very to the point as well, you know. But he's also about the the boxing and social aspect as well, as well. So he encompasses the, the whole the whole uh, the whole thing. It's a nice way of saying he's a pisser. <laughs> um, yeah. So Mikey, um, he's going to be flying in Saturday morning. Uh, so we're going for Friday night. Um, she might be a bit tight on the way. We're gonna we're gonna go to Cologne on the first night. Have a look at a bit of Cologne. Obviously, try and make 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 weight and stuff, and then make our way to Gutslow in the morning. Mikey's flying in from Manchester, and he's gonna meet us down there. 
Um, so he, he come and helped out with the Inter Boot Camp Boxing Night, done really well for the coach. He's done, great. done my, early, um, my early fights. And so he's now installed himself as a self-proclaimed Thunder Boxing Technical Director as well. So... <laughs> Um, so that, that's all right. I'm Thunder Boxing self-proclaimed promoter and yeah, PR manager, so that's so that's yeah. fine. We can and, and, and an assistant coach as well. Yeah, an yeah, assistant, and coach. assistant coach. Um, but yeah, so Mike, Mikey's going to be in the corners for, for me and Ryan, and then also he, he'll be leading the Thunder Boxing team in, in the Pan Pacific Games when we go to Australia. Excellent. So let's talk a little bit about cutting weight, um, yeah. because I think that's a really interesting subject to get into for people who whose relationship with uh, the scales has often been seeing it as uh, as a number and a bit worried about it in their day-to-day yes. lives. It becomes something very different when you're doing it for boxing. Yeah, I, I, I obviously I work with a lot of, of people that are trying to lose weight as such and, and stuff like that and they really concentrate on the number which really if you, if you really look at the nuts and bolts of it, um, your weight as such is, is not really a massive relationship with body composition or body mass, no. you know, it's a number on the scales and that can fluctuate massively, yeah? Um, so, you know, for the everyday person, it's, it's, a, it's a terrible way of tracking progress. Um, but obviously, in a weight-governed sport, you need, you need to be aware of that weight because you need to make a certain, certain weight, i.e. if you're in a combat sport or you're a jockey or yeah. something like that. <laughs> By the way, I'm not, I'm not going to be riding a horse, so don't worry about that. <laughs> hey, modern pentathlon. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. Talk a bit about the process for cutting weight then and how you have looked to do it healthily, but tell us a bit about water weight and how that is significant and rehydration. Yeah, yeah. so uh, obviously your body is made up of, of a massive percentage of, of, of water. So, you know, if you, if you dehydrate yourself, you sweat a lot of stuff out, you're going to weigh a lot lighter on the scales. Obviously, that, that like if you're if you're looking at as a as a normal body composition, healthy point of view, then you're not going to walk around dehydrated all the time to see a no. low number on the, on the scales. But if you're if you're if you're in a combat sport, you can dehydrate yourself down a little bit, lose a little bit of water weight to then to weigh in to hit a target, and then rehydrate yourself back up to a weight. So that can be done. What you don't want to be doing because obviously we've only got four hours before the show so you you don't want because it, it takes a long time to really rehydrate yourself back up properly um, you don't want to be you don't want to be use, losing a lot of a lot of water you're probably looking you know five percent max i would say you know five percent of your overall total body weight and that's quite different to what you might hear about in professional fights because uh, i was listening to a podcast yeah. earlier and they were saying that for the women's fight that was supposed to happen this weekend mm. um they would have had 26 hours to rehydrate yeah, yeah. four hours is is nothing yeah so they brought they brought it in through professional uh professional fighting for the safety element because people were boiling down stupid stupid weights and then had to box you know and obviously the water is the the cushion around around your brain that's where a lot of brain injuries stem from and um, so uh-huh. what they did is then they allowed 24 hours to let people rehydrate all it does then is it makes it gives people time to make the weight below, yeah. so they're rehydrating themselves down to to extreme levels. Like um, the UFC has got a massive problem with it. If you ever go and watch a documentary on weight cutting, there, you know, it's it's horrendous. Like guys have to be lifted up onto the scales. It's mad, and I hadn't even thought of the water being cushioned around the brain point. Um, that is, you know, in terms of safety, safety with yeah. boxing. It, must be huge yeah yeah i know i know um for me when i 
you know, I used to box at 64 kilos and it used to, I used to really struggle to get to the weight. And I remember, you know, when I was having to make weight and then still spar, you know, that, like the only time I've ever been dropped was when I was dead at the weight. Uh, so your punch resistance goes as well, your drains and stuff. So, you know, it's fine, it's, it is finding that balance, you know. Okay. I, you know, I've, I've, I've boxed at a plethora of weights, to be honest, you know, all the way out from, from low belt weight, which, you know, I've, I've done probably a lot of my best because I was, I was naturally massive at the weight, you know, at 64 kilos. Um, I've done some pretty good stuff at um, 69 and 71 as well, like middleweight. Mm. But I boxed all the way up to light heavyweight as well, which you know, I probably had to eat myself into. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk a bit about your boxing history. Um, tell us a bit about your relationship with boxing. Cool, yeah. So I started, uh, I joined, I, I, always, I always loved boxing growing up. You know, I used to, I remember staying awake watching the big pay-per-views, Mike Tyson. I used to love, love boxing, but I never went down to a boxing club um, before I joined the army. When I go, when I joined the army, they really pushed sports. So the first thing that I wanted to want to go try boxing, went in, uh, joined the, the company boxing team, which is like in a, in a unit, you have five different companies. Um, uh, so I joined the company boxing team, which is really low level. Uh, train with them and then box at the intercompany championships, which you box against all the other different companies. And managed to win that. So that's within your unit. Within my unit, yeah. So then become the unit weight champion or whatever. Okay. You know. Um, and then from there, I then got selected to the core team. The core team is um, so in the army you have different corps. So you have like the infantry, you have the engineers. Yeah. I was part of the Remi, which are all electrical mechanical engineers, which is about seven thousand strong. Probably one of the biggest corps in in the army. Uh, so I got selected for that. That was that was that that, that is a good good level to box. Mm. You know, we box at all different um, army events, box at some civilian shows and stuff. And then I, you know, I then even led the charge to then go the Remy going to box board on a on a big civilian competition. So I boxed for them, um, and that is when it really started. When I when I start boxing for them, it really started taking off. Um, I when I start boxing for the Remy, I become a core championship. So I won the light middleweight, the Remy light middleweight championship. So I boxed uh, three times over three days to, to win that. From there, then I, I, I represented the Remy at the Army Individual Championships, which is everyone army-wide, which is a big, big title to win. You know, um, uh, I went and won that. So I boxed um, a good lad in the quarterfinals, um, uh, Royal Logistics Corps. He went, on, he went to... Uh, get selected to be on the army team for me as well. It was a bit of a ding dong in the quarterfinals. We uh, so I got the win there. Then went into the semi semi finals where I beat another uh, a good boxer, and then in the final um, I boxed a guy from uh, an infantry guy from the PWRR, notorious boxing team. They they really train their boxers really hard, and he, and he brought it like he did not take a backward step, and it was like balling the matador, you know. Oh, wow. um, and he uh, since then, since leaving the army, he's gone on to, to do some really good stuff on the on the un, on license scene as well. So um, he boxed on Eurosport a few times. Huh. Um, and that was the thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a bit of bull, bull and matador, and I won. I won quite convincingly. So I got crowned. Um, so I won the Remy light middleweight championships. Then I dropped down a weight to then box at welterweight at the army championships. I won the the welterweight army championships, um, and then from there, then I got selected for the army team. Um, go on to the army team and that is the 20 best boxers within the army uh, then that is your full time job you, you stay an old shot in the combat centre and you, you box at shows all, over, all, all around the country um, I went to the combined services um, so the, the, 
the development com combined services. Um, I got drawn against an RAF boxer, and no, I never, I never complained about judging, judging scoring system <laughs> and, and stuff like that. I've come off some really good type things, and the only one of of my defeats is is the one that it was blatant cheating. Uh, so if anyone who's up there and actually saw the saw the fight will will know like four rounds. I thought I won all four rounds quite convincingly, and then and then didn't get the result in the end. So I've become co combined services development uh, runner up. So I got yep. a silver medal for that. Um, but you know, mindset wise, it 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 hit me hard. Like I I, I thought you know like I've done all that hard work. You know I I jumped down to the six four kilos and I've just been robbed out of a out of a title and I was pretty much like done with boxing. Then I was like, well, like if that's gonna be it, and I'll just go. And do another sport. Um, so, what helps you overcome that feeling of being done? Uh, well, when you go back and you reevaluate, um, you think, "Well, that's that's fine. That's not going to stop me." Like you know, there's always bumps in the road, uh, and sure. just got back, trained harder, and then and then went to some other tournaments. So then, um, I remember the next, so the next uh, bout after that, I got offered a bout at, um, in London, the centre of London, on a really big show, dinner show, centre of London. Um, against a guy from Islington Boxing Club, which is a renowned boxing club, really good boxing club. Um, the guy he boxed for England. He he was he was quality switch hitter. Look, with Floyd Mayweather started a bit of a shoulder roll, moved his feet. Um, really good boxer. Uh, probably one of the best that I've been in with, to be honest. Uh, and uh, I went in, and he pretty much boxed my head off for the first two rounds. Like, yeah. Like, like uh, um, but I but I lost the first two rounds. I, de I, and I definitely know I lost those two rounds. I'm quite honest with myself. But I made him work. I kept coming forward. I made him work when he didn't want to work. Um, and then in the last two rounds, he was gassed. Put it on him, and I managed to get a split decision on his home show. Yeah. I got a split decision on his home show, and that was what felt right. You know, you can get the rubber to green both ways, yeah. and that's what really ignited me. And then I won. Best boxer of the night that night as well. So, wow. yeah. so it, it coming for and and boxing is full of lows and highs. Yes, you know. So you know you, you come off that. I went back to the the come off the loss with the RAF where I thought I'd been robbed out of it. I went back to the drawing board, trained hard, and then I went to a, a really high class show in London against a top fighter, um, and I've been in an absolute war, and I've come off the end of it, um, and I've, then I've got I've got a trophy for best boxer as well. You know, so uh, and then from there. Uh, went to Liverpool boxing another good uh, guy at Crocsteth, um who I end up boxing three times. Oh, I right. lost I lost the first one to him, and then I've I've come back to beat him the, the last two. So yeah, from there, then down to then I boxed for the army against Western Counties down in Bristol, which is another good show. Cut lost a close close decision down there. Um, I remember seeing the video of that actually. Yeah, yeah, it was a close one. Yeah, it was a very close one. Oh, I thought I'd done enough to win three three to one, but. You know, I understand that, you know, boxing is very subjective. And if it's close, you know, sometimes it's going to be side towards the home fighter. So I, I was happy with that. And I, you know, now I can come off, I, I came away from it, thought I gave my best and I've, I've lost a close decision. You know? So what's your official record then? So official record uh, is uh, 22 and 11. Okay. So 22 wins, 11, 11 defeats. Uh, Two of those coming to Matty Wells. Uh, yeah, two of those come to Matt Wells. Yeah, so from from then, you know, from the army, uh, from the army team, then I went to, then to box on the the full combined service show against um, a guy from the navy, Colonel who was you know he's another top 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 fighter. Mm. Um, 
But then when I left, when I so when I left the other team, then I'd done some probably my best boxing when I went back to work. Um, I then because I transferred to the, the Royal Army Physical Training Corps, so yeah. it was more career based. So I couldn't then then uh, train and box full time for the army. So I went down to work, but I'd do my training in my own time and then box on some some shows and and get on some good shows. Uh, so I went to box in Guernsey, got a, got a really good win over in Guernsey against a top fighter of middleweight. Um, and then it led us to the Eindhoven Box Cup, which was a massive achievement of us. So the Remy boxing team, we took 16 boxers over there. Um, it was an IEBA sanctioned and run event, IEBA being the national governing body for amateur boxing. And that's what they, well, it used to be the Olympic pathway. Okay, cool. So you had national teams there. You had Russia that were there. Um, who else was there? Belgium, Holland, Scotland, England. Um, loads of countries and they took their national teams over there. We took 16, a lot of the guys were pretty much out their depth. So um, I think I was about the 10th or 11th of our team to box and no one had won. Everyone had been knocked out in the quarterfinals and beaten quite convincingly. I was the team captain. I've been the team captain for six years and everyone was looking at me thinking, right, you know, if he he doesn't win or if he gets beat, then there's no hope for everyone else. so that puts pressure on you to perform. Put massive pressure. I was in against the the Portuguese uh, lad who, who he wasn't very skillful, but he was rugged, determined, and he and he was a bit of a power puncher. Um, it was pretty much bull, bull and matador. Had a bit of a ding dong. Um, I come away with a uni- unanimous decision, which then the draw. I got fate. I got paired in the draw with one of my teammates, which is Matty Wells. Who's uh, who's on the Remy as well? We're both open class like weights, and we we got paired together. You know, we we'd already boxed twice before, and yeah. it was one apiece. So we went into the the semi final of the Ironman Box Cup um, at one apiece, and uh, once again, it's it's always a tough fight with Matt. He's probably not, and he'll he won't mind me saying this, but he's probably not as skillful as boxer. He's a roughhouse boxer. He'll hit you low. He'll pull you around the back of the head. He'll make you work when you don't want to work. Yeah, but he, yeah. he's not going to stand off you, make you miss, and um, and box and move. You know. And we saw that from him when he came and uh, did a exhibition appearance on our bootcamp UK boxing show in July, where he came and fought you, and and he, yes, definitely held on to you in the pocket <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, dug a few in yeah holds on the back of the head as well we needed yeah. a stronger we needed a stronger ref in there that's what we needed <laughs> um, yeah so uh, yeah so then when box um, I, I, I won the first round quite convincingly and um, uh, my coach at the time Jay Allen he could actually he, he could actually see the, the computers for the judges so he told me that I'd won the first round <laughs> um, and um, but I hurt my shoulder in, oh, in no. the second round so I had to box the last two rounds with just my left hand. Yeah. Um, and it, and as as Ryan could probably tell you, I'm pretty pretty handy with just my left hand. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he did roughing up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's been posting bruised face <laughs> pictures yeah. all over uh, yeah. the socials. Um, yeah, you know, you're quite good at setting up with your left. Yeah. You know, setting up, uh, fainting low, fainting high, and then hitting in the other yeah, direction. Yeah. And then digging that left dick into the, to the things. Uh, di- digging that left dick into the ribs. Um, it's your shot. Yeah, so I, I, I love a good body shot. I love another an, an, a little rib tickler. Yeah, body snatcher. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So we went from there. Got a silver medal in the Ironman box. Got a box Ryan Fillingham, who was um, at the time he was the current uh, English champion. Uh, he held the, the 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 English belt, and he was a former ABA finalist. He only lost out to Isaac Dogbo in the um, 
in the ABA finals, who then went on to win a version of the world title. Oh, wow. So, you know, I was in really good class. I think he had had 95 belts when I, when I boxed mm. him, very heavy-handed. And he's the only, he's the only one that I've, you know, really fought that hurt. Yeah. <laughs> he really, like, if you ever watched a fight back, there's one where I threw a left hook, he's rolled underneath it, and he's caught me with an almighty left hook as I'm in the motion of oh, my legs oh. done like a little tap dance. Yeah, um, that word, but yeah, but I uh, I negotiated through the round, bit nails, hold it on the inside, yeah. uh, and then last fifteen seconds I had a bit of a go, but you know he, he quite convincingly won that one. Yeah, and then I've had six years off, and I know I've got the love of the sports. So I want to come back, so I'm really excited about going to Germany and and showcasing mm-hmm. my skills again. And that brings us uh, back to the 24th of September, which is yeah. when the fight is. How can people watch it, and what time? Are you and Ryan on? Cool, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Fun the Boxing team that we're going out there, myself and Ryan, it's going to be streamed on um, Fight TV 24. I'll put, put all the link all out on, on the socials and I'll probably attach it to, to this uh, link for this page as well. Yeah. Um, the fights are going to start from 5 o'clock Germany time. So, obviously, they are an hour ahead of us, which means they're going to start from 4. Ryan is leading us off, so his first bout. So, Ryan will be at 4 o'clock. He will yeah. lead off. I'm 11th bout, so they've got um, bouts, bouts, bouts. I'm, I, I'm now, I've now been sanctioned to box for a um, WBF European Super Welterweight title, and they've got five title fights. I'm the first of the title fights, so I'm 11th bout in total. Yeah, so I should be on about half past, half past eight or half past nine, I believe. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll confirm that. Yeah, we'll confirm that. But that's really exciting that you're getting to box for a title. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Big if, but if you uh, come away with it, talk to us about defending. What yeah, so when, when you when you when you box for it, you've got to defend it within twelve months. Mm. Um, so we we'll look at shows that can defend it. I'm 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 quite passionate about trying to bring a masters boxing championships over to here, um, and I help out with with sanctioning and, and running the show and putting the title fights on as well. So like that is the idea is hopefully I'll win it and open those conversations to maybe get a. Uh, a WBF Masters boxing show over here, which would be super fun. Yeah. And I'm sure we all get. We'll get the Thunder Barmy Army out, making uh, making the noise and stuff, and get some more Thunder boxing team boxing on the show. Uh, yeah. yeah, it should be good. Mel Jenkins, yeah. Laura Grimwood, you know, yeah. look at you to repping the female side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's going to be another... Tony will have a go. Yeah, Jay, Tony will Jay have Ricketts will have a go. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we we get we get them all on there. Me and Katie Hawkins uh, are too young. Yeah, but, we get um, my curl, my curl, we're getting there bashed, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. Former super heavyweight yeah. champion of Horn Dean. Horn Dean, yeah, yeah. No, that'd be that'd be really really good. But what we'd really like to see with this link is, you know, let's get a few um, boxing parties set up. I know some of the Waterlooville guys uh, have had a bit of a think about it. I might host one. Let's get behind the Thunder Boxing team yeah, yeah. and um, and really make something of yeah, it. Yeah, just pro- progress it for me. Now, obviously, um, like Masters Boxing is what we're sort of we're we're going to do now um, because that is pretty much our demographic, really, as as sort of people that are you know thirty plus, you know, so progressing onto that. Um, but yeah, let's let's try and get in uh, into tournaments, and it all starts with. With Germany on the twenty fourth. We're back recording in an authentic location, uh, back in the pub, rehydrating after after boot camp, uh, and we're here. Uh, it's it's Pete Lines and um, DJ Bobby B with Rowdy Ryan Vanderloo, as Pete coined for him um, for the 
Guzlow Box Cup uh, coming up on September 24th. Uh, so we thought we'd do a bit of a chat with Ryan um, so you can learn a little bit more about who you'll be watching, if you'll be live streaming, and we know you'll be live streaming um, on the 24th. So, Ryan, tell us a bit about yourself. Who are you? What do you do for a living? And how did you end up coming to boot camp? Uh, Ryan Vandaloo. Um, work for myself, just fitting windscreens basically. Um, and I basically joined boot camp because at the time, my missus, brother, and his sister was um, doing boot camp over Waterlooville. So I decided not to rain on their parade and I thought I'd go and join Fairham. Yeah. So, and then the rest is history, as they say. You ended up with this lot of reprobates. Yeah. But it done, done done amazing since since it's got there. Like first year, like massive part of the community, and end up and end up getting the award of, of bootcamp bootcamper, which is voted by his peers, which is a which is a massive thing. Gets involved in all the events, so he's a massive part of the community. And well well respected member. Yeah, I remember being there when you got given that award because because of COVID there was no. Um, socials uh, and so there was no the awards were given out at the end of boot camp and i remember it being said really really clearly that you were eligible for uh, best newcomer uh, yeah. you'd only been there a year but your peers had voted for you to be you know boot camp boot camp because of all the work you put in so that was that was a special thing i thought yeah. um so that's how you ended up getting started um how did you end up getting into boxing? You hadn't done any boxing, I, I don't think, before boot camp, had you? I've never done anything like it before in my life. Um, obviously, Pete came up with this hairbrain scheme while he was doing PT one day and put it to me. And I said, as I remember those, do. do you remember those days? I remember we were doing, we were doing PT. We used to put a bit of boxing into PT. Um, Ryan sort of liked the boxing, so then we moved into a bit of contact stuff. Um, and then I sort of... No, Ryan's always been a bit of a, like, I've always bounced ideas off Ryan as well, and I, and I, I come up with this idea, didn't I, about doing a, uh, a boxing night, and we only really had one bout, really, did we? I was, like, I was like, right, how about you box Liam Plunkett, who's, yeah. you know, who's an instructor, and that was the only bout that we had, yeah. and it just sort of fell out from there, didn't it, really? And you also did PT with me at the time, you started yeah, yeah. chatting to me about it, and I said, oh, yeah, maybe I'll give it a go too, yeah, and exactly. then, then it... Got momentum. It's a men momentum, and you've both been involved with both of the boxing nights that we've had so far. So, yeah. Whereas before, I think your only experience of fighting had been down West Ham. <laughs> well, I only remember playing the Spurs. <laughs> tell us about tell us about fight camping. That your first yeah. fight camp that you did first. So you come in. Um, you 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 inter through PT. You was interested in a bit of boxing. Come up from fight camp. Fight camp is boot camp. Um, twelve week, uh, twelve week training camp. Then the fundamentals of boxing. How did you find that the first time? Yeah, it's good. It's interesting. Obviously, we tried to learn as much as we could in that short time. Most of us were novices, I think, so we've never done anything before. Um, so we're all finding our way together. But no, we had a good buzz together. It's, thought I'd struggle getting up in the mornings, but really look forward to getting up. It was like a bear pit in the morning, like, like literally tunes pumping, everyone like giving it, like shouting on the bags and that. It was, it was a really good atmosphere and stuff. It was, there was a real team ethos the first yeah, time yeah, yeah. and it was dark, uh, yeah, all rolling out. And, and, and we started outdoors as well before we went into the gym, you know, it seems like ages ago now. Um, but yeah, um, it was good and then we rolled as the, as the camp progressed. 
you know, learn the fundamentals of boxing, learn the defences, learn the footwork, and then we rolled into the sparring. Um, <laughs> which, which is, uh, it was uh, interesting, it was interesting. Um, so who did you, if we fight camp and that, who, do you remember any of the spars that you had, like, uh, did you had stick a... out? Well, um, <laughs> I, I think you're referring to Dan Turner. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So what um, happened there? Well, I just took him back to the Grove, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> so, I think both, both were standing there throwing bombs. Yeah. I think we had to stop the spar like we that. We got told off by the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> we had to stop it a few times and say, look, you know, it's not fighting, it's boxing, Let, let's, let's move off Easter. Um, but yeah, did you, did you not spar Rich Green as well? Yeah, I sparred Rich Green the week before the fight. Yeah, yeah that so. was your open spar, was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, that was a good one to watch as well, you know, like... Um, both you both load up throwing bombs as well, you know. So you sparred Rich Green, which was then inspiration for um, the second bout that you got billed for for Fight Camp Two. Yeah, yeah. But let's talk about the fight from Fight Camp One. Yeah, our first boxing show. Uh, who did you fight? What happened? Um, fought Chris Davis from Portsmouth. Yeah. Um, basically, started off. Um, he come at me like a ball to a red rag. Yeah. <laughs> um, nearly stopped me within about 30 seconds. <laughs> he was throwing a lot of shots. Yeah, um, yeah my legs went a bit jelly. But, um, yeah, but battled through it. I had a couple of standing eight counts in the first round. Um, but yeah, he basically blew himself out really and sort of turned it round in the second round and got on top of it. Was it the third round? Or, uh, the, the corners, the towel come in the corner? Yeah, third round. Third round. Had him in the corner and that, yeah. and then they threw the towel in. So, so, so I, I, referee, I refereed this bout. Um, uh, it got felt with the night. Uh, yeah. Like it was absolutely, it was absolutely it was barnstormer. Absolutely barnstormer about. So um, if I can break it down, so Chris did come out, he threw, he threw some heavy combinations, like probably some 20 punch combinations, you know. At, at the time, you know, like how you would do now, you'd probably move away and not engage. Like, but that back, back then, that wasn't your ethos. You'd like, I'd, I'm gonna hold my feet and I'm gonna have a bit of a trade-off with him. And you got caught with some big shots, really, to be honest. Um, like safety is the most important thing through our boxing series. And you got a series of stand eight counts, to be honest. Um, when I give a standard eight count, like it's a safety count, so I'm looking at the boxer. Is he giving me the, you know, is he looking away? You know, it, it, does he not want to be there? Um, and then it, if that's the case, then we stop the bout, like, like because if you don't want to be there, I'm not going to leave you in the ring to, to get hurt. Obviously, also I've got, I'm looking, seeing, you know, the, if your eyes are clear, if you're, like, you know, are you coherent? You know, um, and like you could see that you were hurt, you were hurt, um, but it was very 50-50. But you know, I gave you the benefit of doubt, and um, you then moved, boxed, and moved, stayed away from him, um, and regrouped, come back out in the second round, uh, boxed and moved again, and then the third round, you turned the screw, and uh, the, the corner threw the towel in. Um, but I was, I was going to stop the bout anyway, you know. I was going to stand naked. Um, absolute quality bout, absolute quality bout. Both both boxers gave their all in that. Uh, it, was, 
was, um, it was a rowdy one as well in the, yeah. in the crowd. <laughs> it was a rowdy one in the crowd. Um, Ferrum were loud for you and Pompey were loud for, for Chris and Pompey were in their early days then as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, brilliant night, brilliant fight and um, and you got the win. What do you, what do you feel you've learned from that? I, I, I think personally we're... I'm, not done anything for a while you sit back and you can reflect over it and I, I don't know I went through the meal in the fight and I don't know I think until you're in that situation that's that's the best way to that's the way I learn yeah. it in at the deep end basically yeah, but there was no substitute for experience you know no, you, you experience the, like, like uh, everyone can have a comment before and, and, and think they know what happens when they get the ring. But the only people that do know is that the people that have been in there and known it, they know the nerves beforehand, you know, and how, how to cope with it. And then, and coming through a crisis, you come through a couple of crises in that, in that fight, uh, and you've managed to come out on top as well. Um, and obviously we've been through training now over the last like, five weeks and that training for the, for the bout coming up in, in Germany, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but I, I, I can see marked improvements. Like um, I was saying to Rob uh, the, uh, earlier, yeah, yeah, that you know the marked improvements now, huge, huge step forward, um, and that just comes from the experience that you've had. Yeah, and I think having time to reflect on yeah. uh, what you've learned before, what you saw people do in Fight Camp Two, and then. The gaps between sessions, yeah. not always sparring all the time, but uh, you know, doing bits, and that's what uh, helps us all learn. I think having thinking time. Yeah. So that was fight camp one, fight one, um, and you uh, got billed for Rich Green, as we said, um, for fight night two, which happened earlier this year. Uh, but what happened during fight camp? What led to you not being able to, to fight in the end? Oh, I broke my finger doing the Blanchard Trophy back in February down at Portsmouth. So basically you're saying it's Pete's fault. <laughs> uh, everything's Pete's fault. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Definitely. But, yeah, I broke my finger. Well, but, 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 um, UK um, they're girly hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we got about six weeks out from it and I was just like, I can't straighten it or anything like that. And, uh, so I just pulled the pin on it. Thought if I can't yeah. give my all to it, I'll, I'll, yeah. I don't want to set myself up to fail. Basically, I think. But you, you done, you done, you done the, you done the right thing. You know your body better than anyone else, right? Like if you're not, if, you know, if you've got little, uh, if you've got injuries and and you, like, you know, yeah, then just take yourself out of there. We've done the right thing. But what I wanted to do is I want to keep you involved in it. The big community, big part of the boxing team. So you end up coming on and coaching and helping out in the corners. And that. how was that experience? It, it, it was good to be down there, see it from like the other side and that, and yeah. so just you, do the running around for the boxers because everything gets a bit mad. Yeah, I know yeah. from when I come out of the ring and that, yeah, everything just got left there, and you're like, yeah, where's yeah. this, where's that, and like sort of all your head goes, you're like you're concentrated on your belt, so you're there to take your towels in. It was nice that you had your post down there yeah, and that yeah. to run the corners this year yeah. as well. Had massive feedback from them. I think everyone was impressed with that. Yeah. yeah. So, who did you who did you warm up? Who did you warm up and be in the corners for? 
Um, I, I wasn't in the corners for no one, but I was just like warming up. I'd done all the red corner, so yeah. like Tony and oh, Laura. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, they would love that. Would love that. Look yeah, after the yeah, purple yeah. army, ain't you? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you were. <laughs> yeah, that no, was good. And and you were an important part of the team. You, you and Jim, who both couldn't fight. Jim Jenkins yeah, from yeah, Waterloo. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's one thing that Bootcamp always does well is that actually we try and be as inclusive as we can, even when things don't go to plan. Yeah, like, no, no, you, you, know, you did a really good job at still integrating yeah, those guys who couldn't but fight. But we wanted they're, they're part of the team, whether they can fight on, whether they can fight on the night or not, they're part of the team. We did it with Craig Burgess on the first on the first night as yes. well, and with Ryan and Jim, and that they couldn't fight. You know, yeah. but they, I still wanted them to be involved in the show because they're. So the next one's the big question. Why the fuck are you boxing in Germany? <laughs> um, well, basically it was Friday. We finished work. I was in the boozer, four points in, and um, I saw the message about who wants to come and fight in Germany, and I was just thought, that's a bit of me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have some of that. Yeah, exactly. I remember you messaging me after you'd messaged Pete saying, uh, I think I've even got it here, saying, um, I've, I've four parts in, I've just messaged Pete saying I'm going to fight in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Careful way to read out my messages. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, as, as I say, like, I, I sent a message out to all, all the funders like that, and obviously it's Masters Boxing, so it's 35 and over. Um, I'm too young. I'm yeah. just, that's the only reason I'm not doing it. <laughs> um, but yeah, we get out and we go and box it. Like, they don't really do it over in the UK. They don't really have masters boxing. Um, so they do it over in different countries. Big in Australia, big in America. Um, and obviously Germany is quite emerging now. So we go out there. We know we're going to go out to Germany for a weekend. You know, we're going to go to Holland for a bit. We'll make a bit of a trip a bit and we'll have a bit of a boxing. And win or lose on the booze. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you feeling about boxing Germany? Um, now, now that you're ten days out, you see, yeah, you see, you see the venue as well. The venue is at the Colosseum. The pictures, gladiators ready. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm all right at the moment. Um, occasionally, you get a bit of nerves and get a bit of adrenaline buzz for it. But yeah, it's what it is, man. It's just but all you can do is. Train your artist, go out and give your best shot, which I will do, but what an experience, what a exactly. chance to get out there and do that. Yeah, exactly, like, 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 I, like, I, I say I went through a whole my bo boxing career and I only boxed um, out in a, in a, in a multi-nations tournament in Europe once, uh, all my years in boxing and it was probably my best experience I've ever had. And like, you know, uh, I, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to it and, and as well, it'd be so much better sharing the experience with someone as well. You know, so I, I think we have a really good time. And we've also got the, the Funder Boxing team technical director flying in, especially from Manchester as well. <laughs> so even if we both lose, we'll still have a quality night. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he won't let you do anything yeah, yeah, otherwise yeah, yeah. if uh, the last fight has yeah. anything to go by. Um, cool. So, that's how you should be feeling. Like, getting excited, getting ready for it. Um, what would you say to anyone who's thinking um, they've seen some of uh, the fight camps, they've seen you know, all this hype about 
you guys going out to Germany, what would you say to any boot campers thinking about, or anybody else listening to this, thinking about getting involved with boxing? Come along, give it a go. Come it's, it's, face. Yeah, it's, you don't even have to do that, you can just do the work on the bag, you don't have to get hit, do you? Um, well, we have, we, have, we have a lot of people that come down and just learn the technical side of it and just yeah. do the box side of it. And, um, and then now, because they've done that, they, they want to sort of dip in the time. We've got, we've got a lot of people now that are really sitting on the tent where they want to come and do the, the boxing show that we're going to do next year and that. And like, especially seeing some of the success stories that we come out, people that you never thought they, that would box. He likes the Katie Hawkins, he's he done amazing. You know? yeah. um, there, there's a few other people as well. Uh, you know, maybe maybe like a lot of people wouldn't have thought that Rana Quaid would have got in there as well. Yeah. Well, even um, Craig, who fought me, yeah. um, you know, he, he is such a gentle dude. He's a general dude, but he bought it. Yeah. <laughs> he bought it. He yeah, he, uh, he pushed you right to the limit. Like, yeah. like. I, and I hadn't expected that because he hadn't looked like that in sparring. He, <laughs> I, I'm going to be okay here. Yeah. And on the night, he just yeah. uh, he rushed, bum rushed me. Yeah, he did. I was like, I was like, like Rob won the first round here. Uh, yeah, he's going well. Second round was close. Oh, Craig come out like a man possessed. <laughs> Rob, Rob, Rob was holding on. Yeah, it was, I believe it was, he had a chin on him. He was yeah. walking into yeah. jabs, and, and yeah, my yeah. main weapon wasn't working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went full Tyson Fury in the 12th round. Like, survive this round, <laughs> win the fight. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have been surprised if there'd been a knockdown and he got up and, yeah. and the crowd would have been behind him. Um, that. Um, but this boxing lark's good fun, isn't it? And. Um, and what an experience you're going to get together. So, uh, and and just on on that as well, like um, for, for me, um, I'm all about progression and raising the bar each year. Obviously, uh, we talked about doing a boxing show. We run a fight camp. We put a boxing uh, event on, um, and then we, you know, next the next year we raise it. We put a social on. My man here, DJ Bobby B, come and DJ, and we had a bit of a social afterwards. We progressed it. Um, then as we move through there, people want to keep keep going and keep getting involved. You know, now we took guys out to Germany to do a Masters Box Cup. Hopefully, if I win my European title, we bring a, we bring a show back to to Portsmouth. Mm. Uh, we run a show. We put Masters boxes. We put WBF sanctioned um, title bouts on. Uh, and we get some of the Thunder boxing team on there and we progress it that way. And then we roll into another fight cut and then, it, then there's a natural progression for, for people as well. And then also what my other plan is, is, um, is putting tight boot camp titles on the line. So, so for the guys that have boxed and won, they can then get boxed for a boot camp title. So that's, that's, that's what we're going to have in the firing line. So then, rather than just doing the same thing on boxing for the sake of boxing, you box, you won. You now earn that right to go and then box for a boot camp title. To be the super heavyweight champion. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. <laughs> but, um, so it won't be just for people that do it for the first time, it would be people that are coming back for the second, third, fourth time or whatever, they can then go and box for a title. Yeah. What a fun little journey we're having with boxing yeah. down here. Um, if you're uh, listening and, and you're not in Hampshire, uh, you know, look up Bootcamp UK, get involved. Yeah. Um, because all the camps are doing, uh, all, all the parks are doing some great stuff. But here um, we've got real heart of boxing and, and I'm really enjoying it. Um, that's it from us and we will see you again soon. Yeah.